Hello, and welcome to Manix Mixtape. If y'all are watching us on Twitch and not listening, then you just got to see the wonderful pantomime of Wayne's World countdown. <laughs> and go! I am Foxy Foxy alongside on one of this one of these things here beside Dan Kalachiko. And uh, for those of you who did not know, because I didn't until yesterday, because I was scrolling through my Instagram for fun, because I guess I'm vain. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So February 13th, which is tomorrow, uh, is the one year anniversary of Manic Mixtape. Isn't that cute? I don't know yeah. how that worked out on the day that it worked out, but. I know, right? Because we, we were supposed to go on last week. but And. But day issues. It, yes, there are bidet issues that have bidet not issues. bidet issues that have still not been resolved. And it is the 13th episode. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. You don't know how that worked out, but hot damn. That is the universe giving us some badass synchronicity right there. Yeah, I like it. Joycey Danny will agree on that one. Now, if the universe could pay us for this. That'd be so sweet. That'd be that'd be swell. All right, when uh, before we get into our, I guess you could say topic, which is, I guess I like them. <laughs> Suitable for Valentine's Day approaching. I guess I like them. Yeah, I've been there before. <laughs> uh, we have some tiddly bits in <laughs> the <laughs> tiddly bits <laughs> in a uh, world of music news. Uh, we'll start it off with one that we'll just get over with quickly because Dan will probably punch me in the face. Fleetwood Mac's album Rumors turns 45 this year, what? this month. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, why would I punch you in the face? Because it's Fleetwood Mac. I like Fleetwood Mac. I hate Stevie Nicks. <laughs> oh, okay. Touche. Touche. I hate right. that bitch. I said it. Okay, fine. But yes, their iconic album rumors hits the 45 year old mark this month of this year. And I didn't realize it was that old because I'm only 40. So it made me feel even older. <laughs> um, no, it's a that is a I love Fleetwood Mac. First of all, I, I actually the first album, the actually first titty bits. Yeah, exactly. Titty the bits. first titty bits. Uh, the first. Um, uh, Fleetwood Mac album that I bought myself when I, hmm. you know, sorry, was there the chain box set, this huge box set that came oh, out. Oh, I remember it. In the early 90s that had demos and alternate oh. takes and single B-sides and all that. That's the live recording. That I had that. That's that's how much I like Fleetwood Mac. Um, now, jokingly, I say I don't like Stevie Nicks in the way that she kind of is treated um, Lindsay Buckingham in recent years. I don't really hate her, but I also no, I rec I recognize her legendary status and that band's legendary status. But no, that that album is a perennial is perennial for most big music fans. If you're not if you're just a genre listener, you probably haven't heard it, but you probably heard a single here and there. But no, rumors is for I'm a tango in the night kind of guy, but. <laughs> Yeah, me too. No, me too. Because, like, my absolute favorite all-time Fleetwood Mac song ever is Seven Wonders. Yep. It always yeah. has been. Like, that was one of the biggest songs me and my dad would listen to. 
of course, I, I was super pissed when that song got used in American Horror Story Coven because uh. everybody motherfucking knew it. it. Oh, it pissed me off so much. But no, I get it. Uh, Actually, um, I, I, I was I'm big on everywhere and little lies. Those are my two. Mm-hmm. When was it? Oh, MTV <laughs> Classic. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, Tell me your story first. I'll say what first. MTV said. Classic. They play a lot of the Tango in the Night videos. Um, and one of the ones that they play a lot, other than Little Lies, is a uh, Big Love. Which, if I'm right, that's Lindsay Buckingham's solo song. Holy crap! He has like crazy stalker eyes, though. In every ta- in in every Tango in the Night music video, he has these crazy stalker eyes like i can't watch when they pan over to him <laughs> we started rumors and we're on tango in the night no ta- <laughs> big big love big love opens that album um okay. but that is his song mm-hmm. and um everywhere uh everywhere in little lies there i just i i used to have that on cassette man i need to rebuy that cassette just to have it no vinyl sorry what am i saying uh uh, purple flavor trash said, "If you've been inside of a Starbucks or a CVS ever, you've heard dreams." Yeah, that is true. Uh, especially but, after, after, especially after a cranberry juice skateboarder. Yes, that's true. I thought that was a cool. It would no, it was super cool. But he like repopularized that track for I, them. I saw him poop, uh, poop up. I saw him pop up on TikTok the other day. Let's. Uh, so rumors has I don't want to know dreams. Mm-hmm. Never going back again. Classic. Well, dreams. The whole album's classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't stop. Go your own way. Songbird. The chain. Mm-hmm. You make love and fun. Secondhand news. Oh, daddy and gold dust woman. That was. I shit. mean, gold dust woman is my shit. <laughs> and I mean, like I can't argue with that. Like it's that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, there. It's very interesting when I hear the. Ch- <laughs> what is okay? Hold on. Now I gotta look this up. There okay. is an out there, not the last album, uh, not uh, two albums ago. The Killers released Wonderful, Wonderful. Mm-hmm. The opening track is called, well, it's called Wonderful, Wonderful. Um, it's hard to explain without, so, so anybody's listening to this, look up Wonderful, Wonderful by The Killers. There's two songs inside of it. It's I Don't Care Anymore by Phil Collins and The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. It's the same melody. Really? With di- yes, I'm telling you, if you it, the melody ends differently, but up to the last bar of the melody, it's the same chords, the same exact chords. I will play it for you after the show for you so you can hear it. I can't play it for Twitch, but yeah. um, and uh Purple Flavor Trash said, referring to earlier tweet convo, Goldust Woman covered by Hole better than the original. Yes, yes, yes. I actually told this story. I told this story during the covers episode, but I will tell it again because it's so fun. It's one of those random things where I can't believe I remember this, but I remember during um, it was one of K-Rock's like Jingle Balls or one of those things that they used to do for K-Rock back in the day. Matt Pinfield was interviewing Hole on 120 minutes and hole had just finished doing the cover their cover of gold dust woman for the crow city of angels soundtrack actually made so much money for stevie nicks it paid for her new swimming pool and melissa off was kind of complaining about it because she had just joined the band 
And she was like, yeah, no, I, I, I love the song, but it's another cover because technically all of Hole's Elder album for me is playing cover songs since I'm the new bassist. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, I'm like, ouch. Facts, but ouch. So, yeah. All these fun facts I remember. For this, but Whoop. I remember... Sorry, keep going. Ignore it. Hit the wrong button. Was I God for a second? No, it wasn't you. No, unfortunately, you're not a God. Well, I mean, you are, but you weren't God there. It was my phone. Someone says, are you a God? You say yes. Thank you. Great callback in the last movie, by the way. Are you a God? Oh, come on, Ray. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I popped for that part. <laughs> uh, in the other world of music news since our last episode, uh, we do have a music tragedy in the fact that Meatloaf is unfortunately gone now. Stayed a little too long in the oven and is dead. <laughs> if no, only... Think of, it, no, think of it as like a Rocky Horror joke, okay? If only you, anybody could see my voice... My voice, see my face. Wow. If only anybody could see my face. Think of it as a Rocky Horror joke. Okay. But yeah, yeah the, the 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 man who brought us, I want to say like epic storytelling lyric songs. Him and Jim Steinman. The guy the Jim Steinman who wrote the lyrics and Meatloaf mm-hmm. who provided the voice and the music. Yes. Legendary. And Jim died, I think, the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bad Out of Hell, Bad Out of Hell 2, mm-hmm. not so much Bad Out of Hell 3. Mm-mm. Only, it, I mean, people like it, but I never really got into it. But those first two Bad Out of Hells, well, first of all, the first one was classic. Yes. The second one, like, remade him for an entirely new generation. Oh, yeah, again. Yeah, it, it, all of a sudden, Meatloaf was back in the public spotlight, and then right? he did movies, and he was yes. popping up everywhere. And not to talk about his last couple of years where he was on the wrong side of history. We're not going to yeah. talk about that. No. Uh, but this man, before his, uh, right, right, right after, or around the same time his album, that first Bad Out of Hell broke, um, he was in the original Rocky Horror show in L.A., in, mm-hmm. Roxy, uh, in the Roxy, and he played uh, Dr. S- he, he played Dr. Scott. He's actually, <laughs> really? he's actually Dr. Scott. Yes. So you have this meatloaf. If you have the original Roxy recording of Rocky Horror, you have, instead of this German voice, you have meatloaf delivering lines like this. It's really funny. And yes, he does the, the, the gimmick at the end where we've got to get out of this trap. And he pulls his legs out and he's wearing the fish dents that he's got the heels on in the wheelchair. Oh, that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good. And he's, it's Meatloaf. So it's, it, I, when, I, just a side note, uh, again, about Rocky Horror, I don't think people understand, like, what the hell is that? But to this day, they still get people going, what is that? Mm-hmm. You don't understand how big this was in L.A. and in London. Like, it started in a smaller theater and when it became so popular, it moved to the bigger theater. And it was so big in Roxy that Elvis used to see it all the time. And leave champagne for all the the stars, members of Fleetwood Mac would go there. Anybody who was anybody in music would go to the Roxy and see the damn thing. So that's why that movie got made. Mm-hmm. And and you American public who didn't see it, fuck you. But yeah, Milo, um, my favorite 
I, I everybody goes to the Fight Club thing, and I go to Spice World. <laughs> I know it's a pun. He's in actually in it for more than five minutes, but that little scene with him with the tour manager asking him to unstuff the toilet, it's a stupid pun. But God damn it, I love it where he goes, listen, I love these girls, and I'll do anything for them. But I won't do that. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. It is. It truly, truly is. I don't give a shit. Why isn't it? There we go. Sorry, looking for the share to my page button on Facebook. That's okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, now, the little segue section. Um, prior to what is going to be talked about very soon, this was already on the list of music news where Ghost dropped a new single called Call Me Little Sunshine, and it is amazeballs. I, I don't know about you, but when Damien and I listened to it and watched the video, I heard just a tad of 80s Aussie influence in that. It's not the first time. It's funny when you met. First of all, my impression of the song, it's really funny, Foxy, because I listened to it. And I was going, that's not bad. I'll have to watch it again downstairs, you know, on the theater and really get the whole thing going. And then for the next three days, sung the frigging chorus. <laughs> so I was like, oh, never mind. Call me. Little sunshine. I was like, never mind. You never walk alone. Like it was stuck in my head. So I was like, never mind. It's great. Um, the other song, it's very much a callback, not exactly stylized to, pin to the pinnacle on the pit. That's the other song that I, when I first was starting this journey, getting into ghosts and looking up the music videos, I heard that. I'm like, well, shit, it's fucking Ozzy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very much Ozzy. And this is very much very, it's very interesting that you say that because when I first started getting into ghosts, I got a lot of my friends who were particularly into metal saying they don't like ghosts very much. This is stupid. This is a poser. They're a poser mm -hmm. band. Uh, they sound, this is not very metal. I was like, well, it sounds like Ozzy. So you want to make up your mind or do you want to? Yeah. Three, you know, yeah, I could go all day on this one. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. Which, which, which is funny because Foxy, you had a little thing happen this week. I did. I did. So, uh, my friend, Matt pathetic. Yes. That's what he called. What's what he's called. Uh, hit me up on when Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. I can't remember which day. And was just like, Hey, I know this is last minute. But I also know you haven't been out of your house to do anything really fun. Wednesday. In Wednesday, yeah. He's like, I know you haven't been out of your house in about two years to have fun, right? I'm like, yeah, I, I go shopping. That's it, you know. He's like, okay, well, I got an extra ticket tomorrow night for Ghost. I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. What do I do? <laughs> and, and I had like, a. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, you know, because he wasn't. He's not a big Ghost. Well wasn't a big ghost fan his girlfriend <laughs> was and she couldn't attend changed. he was going for the opening band twin temple who i also fucking love and first person i messaged was you was dan i'm like okay you've already gone to a concert <laughs> no, no, here's the thing i'm sitting here uh doing a little bit of work and i get a text i need and all i see because of the iphone yeah. notifications is just the beginning of it going i need friend advice i'm like uh oh shit mm -hmm. I got tickets to. God damn it. 
<laughs> well, okay. I, I, I had to, you, I had to ease your anxiety as much yeah. as I could because listen, say what you want. We're all going back to doing things, but it's still, if it's your first time, when I went to the first Genesis concert in November, I was fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. And I told Foxy, I was like, chill out. And I don't mean take a chill pill, just relax. I just mean breathe deep, wear two masks that makes you feel better. That's what I did. And I, I don't care. You're a pussy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sick. And I saw two concerts in a movie eight time and uh, you're in the hospital. So kiss my ass. Um, wear two masks, get in, get out <laughs> after the concert and mm-hmm. get out. And just remind her that a lot of the arenas have the new ventilation system, which upgraded the thing and cycles the air more than it ever did. It has the new filtration and you should be fine and cut back to you. Yeah. So once once that anxiety was eased, I'm like, okay, let me let me figure this out as far as, you know, me and Damien go, because it was like, okay, Thursday night is me and Damien's night, like end of the day, period. We stay up late to watch the live stream of Critical Role on Twitch slash YouTube. You know, that's like our thing. And it was also a matter of, well, you know, there's you have karate and I'm going to need my mom to watch the kids. And she was already complaining that her friends get roped into babysitting. What do I do? End of the day, he practically was like, you need it. Get the fuck out. So I'm like, okay. So I texted Dan. Correct answer. Yes. So. Um. So, yeah, uh, I went to see Ghost on Thursday. Uh, I rejoined Civilization, so to speak. It was weird. Um, I highly, highly recommend everyone give Twin Temple a listen and a chance. I was a fan of Twin Temple prior to this. In fact, they were on my list of bands to see before the whole world shut down because they were on tour. Uh, Twin Temple is... a in two words, satanic doo-wop. Um, they are they are a husband-wife group. They love 50s doo-wop, old school, you know, like my boyfriend's dead and he's coming back from the grave and rah type of thing. So all of their music is legitimate doo-wop with uh, lyrics that are satanic panic style because they are... Um, practitioners of satanic witchcraft which has nothing to do with satan by the way just sees everybody's minds it's no hurt. it's the same thing um but twin temple was one of those bands where they sound exactly the same yet better live so you know it's not all studio magic um volbeat sucks ass fuck them i sat in the lobby eating french fries with my friends um, when they were on and they were on way too long so long that ghost had to cut their fucking set which full bean ain't that long. good um so yeah uh what i didn't know prior to really going to the show was the tickets were general admission on the floor so <laughs> foxy's return to civilization concert is to see ghost dead center on the fucking floor wow i could have touched papa if i wanted to uh, they were Why amazing. Uh, I was kind of in awe. Uh, yes. So in awe of yeah. the fact that, holy shit, I'm at a concert and it's ghost. So live performance, amazing. Absolutely amazing live. I, I loved the 
way he plays the character even though Papa Four is not my favorite, I loved how he plays it and how he interacts with just card, just cardinal with makeup. Yeah, and just, I, I, I absolutely loved it. Like I said, their set got cut short though. It's um, one, it's one of the things real quick that when I started seeing clips of the concert, mm-hmm. I noticed because if you watch old footage through the years, every Papa acts differently. Yeah, he em- embodies a character where like Papa One and Two were kind of older. Papa three was like, hey, what's mm-hmm. up, bitch? you know, everybody was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Cardinal Copia is a, Cardinal Copia was a goofy, goofy bastard. Mm-hmm. And Papa four is less goofy, but still Cardinal. So he acts the same. Mm-hmm. And it's it's brilliant. And I do want to say uh, I was going to mention Volbeat on our list, but fuck him now. Um, but anyway, yes, the, the set list got cut and it was like yeah. one of the few songs that you really wanted to see, too. Yeah. Um. They cut out uh, one song midway of the concert. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Because I look at the set list beforehand. That way I know when not to leave for like encores. So they cut out one song prior to called Faith. And what? Then, yeah. Full beat's dead to me. Uh, the last song before encores was supposed to have been Kiss the Goat, which I was... So looking forward to hearing live. And they cut that one. They didn't technically do encores. They just played the encores as the last of their set. Yeah. So it went it went to Enter Sandman, which, again, live from the ghost point of view was so cool to see and hear. And then it went into, you know, uh, Dance Macabre, and they ended it with Square Hammer. All well and good. It just sucked where it was like, they but I wanted to hear Kiss the Goat. I really did. I really wanted to hear Kiss the Goat to record it for Cole, who, by the way, I told Cole, our six-year-old, who's a huge Ghost fan, the next day, and I showed him pictures and videos, and he thought it was really cool. But later on in the day, when he was looking at them with my other two sons, he had this face on of disbelief where I don't think he realized that like Papa and Ghost exist outside the confines of YouTube videos. Oh, Oh, now it's so now it's real to him. Yeah, he's like, this is real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Uh, I have a. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, just um, this is where the fun part comes through. So in previous, (laughs) oh, we're not at the fun part yet. (laughs) No, a good fun part. Um, in previous episodes, when talking about ghosts, I would talk about how my one friend didn't like ghosts. He didn't get it, and you know. I explained, I was like, well, it's, it's, you know, throwback, callback, satanic panic, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, ah, yeah, I guess, uh, whatever. Okay. He was the friend that took me, my friend, Matt. And after the show, that's when he was like, all right, I get it. I knew two songs prior to, he's like, but seeing them live, I am a fan. I'm like, yes. Yes. It, It was before I saw them live, but it was the same thing where I'm like, I would hear them and see them and go, eh, mm-hmm. I don't really want to, I don't get it. And then, you know, the video. Yeah. That, that video where, well, first of all, rats came out and I saw that video. I was like, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Who's this? The Cardinal Copia dancing around doing all those moves. And then I started going backwards and saw a bunch of live footage, but then I saw the acoustic set with him doing the synth on the kazoo. And I was like, I get it. I'm in. Just went back and grabbed everything. I have a que- I have a ghost fan question for you. Okay. And then an explanation of why I'm not seeing him this go around. Okay. 
which I'm now justified in. Um, how does Hunter's Moon sound live? And the reason I'm asking it because I love that fucking song. But as I was listening to him going, is that going to work live? No, it worked live. Okay. It absolutely not, not band wise. I mean, uh, um, from the crowd or like, is the crowd going to be like, yeah, I no, like this. Song. No, they were into it. Okay, good. They because that's why I was worried about that one. Cause that's like, that is not single material, but it is. It's, no, you know. it, it worked. The crowd was into it. I was the only one not as into it because that's the only one I still don't know by memory yet. So I was like, hey, yeah, Hunter's Moon. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that's the yeah. video. That's the first video outside of the fan footage from Mexico, that last show before the world went to hell. It's your fault, uh, uh, Papa. Um, that's the first video that reveals Papa 4 at the end is Hunter's mm-hmm. Moon. So I watched it like a hundred times. Um, that's great. Uh, it, it, I have not not seen ghosts on not on the floor. <laughs> I've seen them twice. And it occurred to me as I was talking about this, it, you know, I was going through the pictures in my head of your pictures and going through my experiences in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen them when I haven't been on the floor. The first show I saw them at was at the tower in Philly. And I get there and it, well, it's in Upper Darby, which is don't go past that the theater at night kind of deal. Yeah. But I get there and, you know, a bunch of us are all dressed in black and I'm, I'm, I'm all the way, you know, the line goes from the front of the theater out and around behind the theater up to the park, up to the parking lot. That's not happening, Badash. Um, and I'm like, well, man, I didn't get here early enough. I'm going to have crappy. See, no, I was three rows back on the floor. Nice. So I, we all ran in and just, ran, I just, just walked as fast as I could, and just, and that's when I met James Rolfe from uh, Anger Video Game Nerd in Cinemasker. <laughs> Halfway through the concert, you know, between one of the songs, I hear a voice I recognize, and I, sh- <laughs> fuck is shit, what the fuck, and his wife, and I just, I didn't bother him. I just went, I walked up to him. I walked up to him. I went like this Mm -hmm. in my spot, turned around to the three feet behind me where he was, shook his Mm -hmm. hand and said, thank you very much for your entertainment. You're great. I love supporting you. He goes, thanks, man. And he expected the conversation to continue Mm -hmm. and to be bothered, turned right around and let him do his thing. By the time the concert was over, him and his wife were right next to me, headbanging right there next to me the entire time. And Bam Bam Margera was at the back, too. Yeah, before uh, before he turned into a fucking yeah. um, I, I gotta give though I gotta give ghost fans a lot of credit I don't know if it's because I because like, I tried to figure it out in the car ride home if I was like a gatekeeper when it came to ghosts or not but upon getting there there were like people of all ages like all fucking yeah. ages you know yep. and like <laughs> How do I describe this? Okay, so for example, there was a there were there was a, a foursome in front of me, who I made it past because they annoyed me. But like one guy, for those of you that have ever seen Pitch Perfect three, there was this one guy that was super tall who looked like he belonged in Das Sound Machine. Okay, and then you know it was just little girlfriends who could have passed for like Avril Lavigne and everything. And I'm I, I'm not gonna lie, I prejudged. I'm like, yeah, let me see you guys rock out to fucking mummy dust as opposed to dance macabre. Okay. Cause I mean, let's be heel, real here. Dance macabre was what fucking made them a U.S. stadium band. 
Okay. Before that, they were small venue here. And I mean, again, I prejudged because the, the younger audience knew all of the older, heavier tracks. And again, I don't know if that's me being a gatekeeper or not, but, you know, Dance Macabre, and then you have something like Kiss the Go, and, you know, those things opened up a whole different age demographic to the group. So to hear these kids singing along to and rocking out to the older things was very, like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's really a band that reaches all eight. It's it's weird because I always do this where, you know, me talking through this show and, and all the Nerd Herders episodes and just knowing each other. When I get into something full, full speed ahead. Yeah. So as soon as I saw that video with the kazoo, I was like, all right, Wikipedia, what do I got to hear? And just go through all of it. Mm-hmm. So by the time uh, that concert came around, it was all in my head anyway. Like I'd listened to everything a hundred times. One of the very first videos I saw when I was looking up footage was uh, just a fan footage of a concert. And Papa three is talking to a little kid dressed as Papa one on the shoulders of his father, dressed completely up like Papa one. And he's going, hello, little one. Papa's talking right to him. Hello, little guy. Hello. And I was like, oh, my that this band's amazing. They just don't care. Like it like in the gimmick. It's all on the gimmick. They don't mm-hmm. break character. They don't have to. It's hard for me to explain Not where either. it's like Genesis, where they don't take their image seriously. Yeah. The music they take seriously, mm-hmm. but the rest of it, you know, I can't dance, you know, like well, the yeah. ghost is the same. Like go. If anybody's never seen the video for he is go watch that video mm-hmm. right now. And n- try not to laugh in the first 30 seconds because you went well, 20, 20, 30. Um, my second ghost experience, just to hold this over your head, is being in the, you were saying, watching him and his character. Yeah. And I'm not really holding this over your head. I was adding to the story, <laughs> is being in the room with him alone, which I was <laughs> with a friend, but it was the meet and greets. They've been doing these VIP meet and greet for years where you walk into this room and I forgot what they call the collection of something. And it's got the three dead Papas. Well, four now because yeah. Papa Neil is dead, laying in state. And then you go meet the man and you get his picture. And I was fine. You know, I'm wearing my black Angelus Lane shirt. My ghoul mat. Well, the ghoul mask I forgot in the car and I couldn't go back to get it. So I had the nice pants on and the, and the shirt and the ghoul mask. And my friend's dressed up like a satanic nun. And you walk in the room and, po- and, and well, at the time, Cardinal Copia is talking to you. And that's when I stopped and went, <laughs> in my head, that's what I was doing. I was able to get out. Hello, sirs. Thanks to me. <laughs> you know, it was really cool. But it was so cool because that's it. That's the gimmick. It's like a wrestler. Well, it's like a wrestler used to be, with, you know. If you're seeing this person, that's it. Mm-hmm. They will not reveal to you what they are unless it's an like some like a behind the scenes thing or out of character when he pulls the mask off and he's Tobias. And that was some one of the coolest things. That was the second show I went to it, on the floor again at the Giant Center. It, so good. It, it's always it's always funny 
to hear the ghost origin story because like yours was the kazoo that got you into them and you know my friend matt was seeing them live that got into it and i'm sitting here like yeah it was the blasphemy um that made me fall in love. i i saw really evil pope doing naughty things and i'm like yes well that's part of it <laughs> i am a fan of blasphemy like yeah. like i i it sounds so horrible to say because i'm not i'm not yeah. anti-religion or anything like that but if you you could easily sell me on religion gone bad or evil or blasphemy and i'm i'm there jesus he knows me you know, the, that kind of thing. I'm OK with that kind of blasphemy because those are the people that exploit religion to take to take you for a ride. And I don't like that. And unfortunately, I lump the rest of religion into it because it's like the good cop, bad cop thing. There's not enough people going. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't see enough. I don't see enough pastors or or or. um is there another word? Reverence. Thank you. Go into their church, the local church going, stop watching these people. They're garbage. Because they will take collection money and they're not paying taxes. But I'm, I'm not anti-religion. My mom's heavy religion. I don't preach to her over the phone. It's not my job. Ironically enough, she really likes ghosts. <laughs> so, what the hell do I know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, there's... Uh, I just want a little PS of the story and it's not your last concert. And we are going to go. The two PSs to the story was I'm not going to this tour because I don't give a shit about opening acts in general. Mm-hmm. And now that you told me your horror story about Volbeat, I'm not wasting the money to see ghost as a third act when they always usually do two U S rounds. Yeah. So when they come around by the end of the year again and it's just their set and it's two hours, I'll be going to this tour because it, 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 it was very disappointing in that they had their shit cut short, but also because Twin Temple only got four tracks in. Four. And it, it my friend, me and my friend Matt, we were like, what? The actual fuck? Like, you ain't that good. Oh, good. Twin Temple is so good. And I understand you're the opener to the opener, but four tracks. No, no. Volbean ain't that good. They're not that good. I could, and I could attest to this because I, I, I had no choice but to hear them while I'm sitting there munching on French fries. They're, they're not that good at all. My other PS to the story was this is the only place where I've gotten tour merch without paying for it. I got I, a mummy, I got a mummy dust dollar. I, I got a rosary. You got a rosary. No, but you see, the other Papa's th- head is like in the center of it. That's oh, I, that's yeah. Then the other thing I got was I've never had a guitar pick land on me before, and they did. I've had them land in my bra. Uh, uh, well, I have big boobs. Not, not Thursday, but like I have big boobs, so that's how I felt it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there, and this is like as the last two ghouls are walking off. So I'm like, well. I guess that's over. We're not going to get one. And just as I look down, I feel. <laughs> and I'm like, D- who threw something at me? Pick! <laughs> I got a guitar pick. So I got a dollar guitar pick, a signed picture from Cardinal Copia in a little frame in my living room. Nice. <laughs> now, Ghost is great. Dan got a boob pick. 
Dan did get a boot pick. And you are right in the fact that this is not my only concert, because um, which I guess this could be part of the news in the same right. Uh, in April, the return of New Jersey's Dark Side of the Con, presented by Vampire Freaks, is coming back around. I was supposed to go in April of 2020, but pandemic. Um, Me too. And exactly. Um, now, Dark Side of the Con is a three-day, you know, goth industrial. Uh, convention there are vendors and all that stuff but throughout the evening into the night they do have bands playing and the three headlining bands that were supposed to be in 2020 will be there again uh friday night april 1st headlining is uh the birthday massacre saturday night april 2nd headlining is orgy and Sunday, April 3rd, the headlining band is Combi Christ doing a very special industrial first album only set for Dark Side of the Con. So anybody interested in Dark Side of the Con, it is going to be in Parsippany, New Jersey from April 1st to April 3rd. Tons of music, tons of everything. I meant that's not your last ghost concert. Oh, no, probably not. But No, no, definitely not. It's dark. It's all dark music. It all. It's a bubble. It's all dark music here. It's my music of choice. There you go. <laughs> all right. That is it with the music news that I've written down for the uh, weeks. <laughs> That's the only thing I found interesting. Um, so now into the, I guess, topic of conversation for our anniversary, Valentine's, whatever extravaganza um, is, I guess I like them. <laughs> Sounds like a Tinder line. I guess I like them. I guess I like them. Uh, I guess I like them. Basically encompasses um, where we absolutely love just one song out of an entire discography of an artist or a group. And or in my case, I love a butt ton of songs, but could give two flying fucks about the band and do not like the band at all, which sounds like an oxymoron in itself, but it can happen. No, you're a moron. I am. Oh, if you oh, you're... saw the way I fell the other day. I am a moron. Damien, tell me how she fell the other day. In slow motion. Oh. Exactly that. <laughs> Completely fell in slow motion. No, you won't, badass. I outweigh you by like 150 pounds. <laughs> it's not really a fight. And don't say you'll catch me. I'm very fast. I'm not that fat. Don't even go there. Anyway, right. you want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. The Rolling Stones. Right. <laughs> I know I don't have a pen on me, so I'm going to need you to remember these things for when we do the. Oh, pff, you are asking the wrong motherfucker. I, don't, I can't find Damien's pen stash down here anymore. He moved things. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. I have. Um, well, I want to encompass it to like three or four songs, but yeah. really like one. Like a tiny collection or like one album because yeah. you like a song on it or something like that. It's very, very loose that. Uh, uh, you, you, yes, I am faster than you, badass. Um, I used to be an athlete. I'm faster than you. Um, uh, the Rolling Stones. I have 2000 Man, uh, Street Fighting Man, and uh, Sympathy of the Devil. I don't give a shit. About Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, God rest his soul. Well, uh, Bill Hicks, rest his soul. Um, Ronnie, I just don't care about the band. I don't hate them. 
but I don't go out of my way to care. But uh, I under again, I recognize husband's been here the whole time. Badass, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm having a great day. Uh, but yeah, the first one would be the Rolling Stones for me. We could just switch off and on. Mm-hmm. But the Rolling Stones is the first one for me. Hmm. Um. <laughs> All right, so. I'm trying to figure out which one to go with where I could give a shit about the band. All right. (laughs) Culture Club. I know a majority of their songs. I will sing along to a majority of their songs. I will karaoke and dance the shit out of Tumble For You, though. That is my number one Culture Club song. But Boy George and Culture Club themselves? Eh. Eh. <laughs> never, never understood it. Never cared. Don't care. Full beat, dead butt rising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That's it. It's probably the only one I know of. There's two. Even that one, I'm like... I'll listen to it once, and then I'll try to listen to it again a couple days later, and after the first verse, I'm like, all right, Chunky, we're done. Wow. Fuck that guy. Alright, so this one gets a little weird when I go down the little trickle effect of this. I like only one song from the band Persever. I absolutely hate Persever. Now, what makes it weird is that that's one of Maynard's other bands. I like a perfect circle, though. I like a lot of perfect circle songs. And I love Tool. And I love a lot of Tool songs. But his third band, Persifer? Nope. Which song, Perp wants to know? Uh, Horizons. Horizons, got it. But, like, I just... And I find that I only find that weird in the sense of it's almost the same thing with Corey Taylor. I love Slipknot. I love Stone Sour. I love Corey Taylor as a solo artist. But when it comes to Maynard's stuff, I cannot for the life of me get into anything from Percifer. But it's the same creator. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Like and it's just I not just, your thing. Yeah. I don't get it. But bleh. Ultravox Vienna. Uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm naming the song too. Ultravox is uh, a band that was founded by the, the co-founder of Band Aid, Live Aid, Midgeray. Mm-hmm. And I love that song. Uh, but not enough to where I looked up the rest of the band. He's very well loved. Actually, the first version of that song I saw was at Live 8, and Eddie Izzard was the piano player on the song. It was just Midge and Eddie, and she was playing the song while Midge was just playing the chords on the guitar, singing the lyrics. It was a great performance. Uh, Eddie, what do you want to do? I, I don't know. You want to play piano in Vienna? Yeah, I know that song. 
And it was really good. It's really good. It's a great <laughs> performance. She knows the song perfectly. Now, um, I can sing along to and have the albums and know, have them all saved on my Spotify. Practically every U2 song from the 80s, 90s, and a little bit of the 2000s. But I fucking hate U2. Yeah. I hate U2. Yeah. So yeah, well, I hate you too. <laughs> but I love their songs. I love their songs. I will jam out to their songs. I have favorites. I just wish they weren't you too. And I know a lot of people failed the same way after the whole Apple fiasco. It wasn't even, I don't need, I didn't even care about the Apple thing because I don't know why it was so hard for people to figure out how to remove that from the playlist. I did it the day, the day of. I was like, oh, get rid of this. And it's never been on my Apple. It's never been any, any Apple product or in my iTunes ever since. Because it was one of those things where it was just, it wasn't even a removal thing. It was just more so of a force fed. It's like, well, oh, yeah, the, the audacity. The well, ironically, that's the one song I have for you two on my playlist. <laughs> from that album called The Ballad of Joey Ramone. I love that song. I hate that band with a passion. Bono, I, I don't like Bono. I don't trust him. Mm -hmm. I don't like Edge, or excuse me, The Edge. The Edge. Uh, Larry's all right. Larry's fine with me. Uh, but The Ballad of Joey Ramone, great song. <laughs> love that song. Don't have any other YouTube song on my on my playlist anymore. And I guess the the um, the con consolation prize goes to Numb because I love the yeah. music video. Yeah, that's like only the, one of the only memorable ones as far as music videos are concerned. That's just not enough. Love that song. Oh, that it's my it's my turn. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What was the other the other good memorable music video by you two was um for the Batman. Uh, hold me oh, through me. hold me through me, kiss me, kill me. Yeah. yeah, all right, fine. That's a good. All right, I lied. I have two. I forgot I have that song. It's a great song. It's only because of Batman, though. Like, because without Batman, that song wouldn't exist. So, <laughs> at least it was uh, Batman Forever, not Batman. The hell's it called? And Robin. Robin. Yeah, even soundtrack-wise, that one kind of fell off because Batman Forever, the, that soundtrack was just the shits. That was such a great soundtrack. And they tried the same with Batman and Robin. It just fucking fails. Yeah, no comment. No comment. There's only one song from the Batman and Robin thing that I think is worth it, and that's the Pumpkin song. Well, yeah, but I, I mean as a whole. Oh, no, the whole pit. As, as a whole. Because Sorry. Batman Forever had several different tracks that came out of that. That one's on fucking vinyl. Yeah. The Batman Forever soundtrack's on fucking vinyl. Yep. yep. Um, Damien Dragon just uh, said Metallica. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. No, it's true. He, he, he knows a lot of Metallica songs, but... What song does... It, what's the one song... What's a song that he likes that he's like, yeah, I really like that, but he's like, fuck Metallica. Ask him. He's in the chat. Grab an answer to the goddamn question. 
<laughs> the Revivalists. Wish I knew you. All indications of that song was, oh, you should listen to the rest of the band. Didn't have any interest, but I love that song. Wish I knew you when I was young. You know that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so funny the way you describe it. Not to go back to it, but those were the horror stories that my friends were telling me when it came to, oh, my friend said I should listen to Volbeat. Oh, you would like Volbeat. Listen to this one. And they're like, no, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, even as a Genesis fan, it's like, enter the Sandman. You're fired, Damien. <laughs> enter a Sandman. He's fired. Thank God ECW used the um, uh, Motorhead cover of that for the Sandman. Though. They didn't use Metallica's. In ECW, they used Motorhead's cover. The Motorhead's cover? It's Yeah, it's Motorhead. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did, Foxy. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the one they had the rights to. Yes, they did. On, when they were on TV. Yes, I'm telling you. Okay. No, it's not that I'm not believing you. I, I, I'm saying it as in my heart is breaking. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It was about in the in the perennial days of ECW. Yeah. It was Motorhead's cover. Yeah. I mean, in the same way, it's not like it was very able to hear to tell the difference. Yeah, really. I'm surprised. I, I, I'm more so like, I didn't know that. Purple flavor trash. Yeah. Kanye West. Flashing lights is great, but fuck him. Right. And R. Kelly. So many bops, but. Well, at least uh, Jersey. Joyzy Danny says the Beatles. Understandable. 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 Um, Back on what you were saying about people were like, Volby, you got to listen to Volby. I never tried to do that. You got to hear Genesis. I would say. You know, I think this is a great song. And if they said, oh, I listened to it, I didn't like it very much. That was it. The end of the conversation. Yeah. I don't need it's like Pink Floyd fans, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Chill out. Calm the fuck down. No, it's not. I like them, but it's so I... off-putting. It is very off-putting. Kind of like that's why in the last episode where I was like, just recently I started listening to and liking Coheed and Cambria. Because when they came out, my one other friend was like, Oh my god, they're so good, you gotta hear it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Pipe the fuck down. I'm good. It's off-putting. Like when we do this show, at least when I wouldn't like when I was talking about Twin Temples, like like look, they're really good. I highly recommend. That's it. That's yeah. all the conversation needs to go. If it if it rings somebody's bell, they'll listen to it. Exactly. Like put one track on the comp. This is why we also have the compilation playlist to those of you who are listening. We put a song on of everything that we talk about. Maybe it'll something that'll be in earworm for you or something you further explore and like and in which case you're welcome and if you don't hey you know what you gave it a shot cool i think it's your turn it is the weekend i love all the weekend songs but i fucking hate that guy so much i just do see i don't know any I don't know any songs, but I he I 
I love his performances in the way I love Peter Gabriel in the early days that I just watch. If he's going to be on something, I'll watch the shit out of that. That mm-hmm. dude is a, a artist on stage. Yeah, no, he is. Cause I watched his Super Bowl uh, performance and everything. That was fantastic. Yeah. I know it was a meme, but I was like, you just don't get it, man. Like his voice is great. Yeah. His songs are awesome. They're catchy. Even the ones that don't get airplay. But I can't stand that, dude. I would never buy merch. I would never. That's the thing. When it comes to the bands, that I'm saying I can give a shit. I never buy your mer- your other merch other than your music. I will never buy a t-shirt. I will never call myself a fan. I guess I like you as in, yeah, I like your music. But other than that, I guess I like this. Away from me. <laughs> <laughs> this one might upset a few people. Ooh, controversy. Paul Simon. Huh. I've tried. Kelly's a big fan. I have it all somewhere because we found a box set in a store once that had all of his albums. Mm-hmm. But Graceland and um, the follow-up album, which is a blanking from my mind, I have select music from those two albums. don't really care about the rest. I only like one song. I don't care about the rest. Boy in the Bubble is one of the best songs I've ever heard in general. Uh, Paul Simon. I didn't say Simon Garfunkel. I said Paul Simon solo. Paul Simon. Garfunkel, go fuck himself. <laughs> He's a miserable bastard. How miserable do you have to be for Paul Simon to go, I don't really want to work with you anymore. <laughs> well, when you have a name like Garfunkel, are you supposed to be anything else but bitter? It's just a fucking attitude like Garfunkel. Like, that's how bad Garfunkel was versus Paul Simon. Paul Simon, who got into his got into a fight with his wife, <laughs> and the judge was like, you guys hit each other. You need to get the fuck out of here. Just figure it out. All right, cool. Uh, what is the follow-up? Uh, it's underneath African Skies. There's songs on that that are fucking great. And again, it's the African percussion on both of those albums where I'm like, I, I, will, I will put the bass all the way up and, and listen to all that. But past that, I've tried. I'm just not a... That is a new insult. You're being so Garfunkel. There you go. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Paul Simon. um, Sorry. I wouldn't be. Uh, Damien Dragon said Post Malone. Oh, that hurts. Oh, oops. That hurts. Post Malone, I don't listen to, but he seems like such a cool person that I just wish the best for him. Unless there's something that I'm unaware of, please let me know. Like the Iron Sheik incident we had last week where somebody was like, hey, Dan, don't you know about this? I was like, no, Oops. my bad. He could go to hell. Uh, don't tell him to said that. Now, my, my only thing with Post Malone is I, I prejudged that man. Who? You know? Oh, Post Malone. I, I prejudged. I judged a book by the cover because I looked at it, looked at how he looked. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm listening to his stuff. And then I heard him play on New Year's. I'm like. Oh my God, you're so good. And I've been a fan ever since of Post Malone. His shit's really good. Good. <laughs> Honey, we're going to have a fight when we go upstairs. Actually, no, we're not really going to have a fight. She will win or I will come to your house. Post Malone's not 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 a domestic abuse worthy. Ariana Grande, her talent is wasted on bubblegum pop. 
She was in Fortnite, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Ariana Grande. Who the fuck is Ariana Grande? Oh, is that the, the lady that spit on the donuts and said I hate America? That's how I know Ariana Grande. I've never I haven't given her a shot at all. I don't care about the I hate America thing. She spit on donuts. How dare you, bitch? Sarcasm. I, I don't get her appeal. So I've never even bothered to listen to any of her stuff. Nope. Don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I think what... <laughs> Badash says, I like that her last name is Grande and she's 411. Did anybody else see that? No, I looked away. I was looking at the chat. Oh! Did, you get it on the, did you get a vor- yes! orb? Yes! I'll it's, mark it and see if I can see it. It's, it's always in the basement. I usually get them when I used to do recordings for the Patreon. Always in the background when I would relook at the stuff, and one just flew right up next to me. I like Danny here going, You've heard Alan Grande, Seven Rings. I see it, I want it, I like it, I got it. No idea what that is. It her stuff, okay. Ariana Grande to pop music in comp- is what I would say to rock rock listeners were they're like, Who's Seven Dust? I'm like, when you hear the song, you'll know it. Like you can't with Ariana Grande, you can't list track titles. Because you don't know the track titles, but if you heard the song, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I heard that in the background of something. She you know needs what I mean? to eat a donut, Damien says. Jesus Christ, Damien. Seven Dust is the same way. I remember telling telling this to Danielle when we went to see, uh, see Seven Dust once. She's like, I don't know any Seven Dust songs. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, you do. You don't know the titles of them, so I'm not even going to tell you the titles of the songs, but trust me. You probably know a lot more Seven Dust songs than you think you do. And then they're playing. She's like, oh, yeah, I know this one. I'm like, that's the Ariana Grande effect, too, where it's like, you won't know the track. You probably don't even know it's her singing. But then if you walked into, like, Target and you heard it playing, oh, that's an Ariana Grande song, huh? My next one is Leonard Cohen. Now, let me preface this by saying I have nothing against Leonard Cohen. This is not one of the things where I have the song. It's not you two where I'm like, it's a good song. Fuck you two. Leonard Cohen is a great and a legend. He's no longer with us. I understand his place. It's one of the things where I understand his place of music. And I see enough people that musicians and artists that go, Leonard Cohen was amazing. I'm like, that's all I need to hear. But his song at the end of, um, Natural Born Killers is the one Leonard Cohen song I have. And I don't even have Hallelujah on my playlist, but I have Leonard Cohen's The Future. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking glorious song. It's glorious. And therefore, it literally falls under. I guess I like Leonard Cohen. So when people go, you know, Leonard Cohen, I go, sure do. I like him. <laughs> mm. I don't have everybody knows either. Well, no, that's not true. I do have everybody knows on there. Everybody knows the dice. And now I'm dead to you. Well, go away then. I didn't say you're dead to me when you didn't like the Beatles, you jerk. And I didn't even say I didn't like Leonard Cohen. I said I like Leonard Cohen. Or I have two songs from Leonard Cohen. I don't have Hallelujah on there only because every time I hear it, I think of Night Owl and, and Silk Spectre banging in a ship. So gratuitously gratuitously which now that i now that i think about it is not really a problem so i should re-add that 
Everybody right. knows the fight was fair. All right. Uh, my, I guess I like them. REM. I wow. know, I know all of their songs. I do. I know all of their songs. I have a majority of this their discography on CD. Even tracks that were never popular. I love the tracks. I was never a fan though. But I guess I like them. Uh, you and I are on the same with REM. It's yeah. another thing where I know REM is beloved. Mm-hmm. And I have not a bad word to say about them. They have fans. They're good. But I have a handful of songs that I know that I have on my playlist. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Ironically, not ironically, interestingly enough, one of them is a cover of a Sid Barrett song mm. that is called Dark Globe, which is very inter perspective of his mind going. And Michael Stite sings it. It's him and a piano. And it's a beautiful. If you didn't know this was a Sid Barrett song, because it was never, it was released as like a B-side or like a, on a box set years later, mm. officially. And if you heard it, you'd be like, it's a great song that Michael Stipe wrote or one of the members of R.E.M. wrote. Knowing it's a Sid Barrett song puts a whole other twist to it. Apparently he was a fan. But uh, what's the song you would pick for R.E.M.? That's an absolute favorite of mine? Yeah. <sighs> They're getting two on this. <laughs> All right. Um, I would go ahead and say, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Okay. <laughs> I understand. That album was, oh, I loved that album. They were so good. I just never got into. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I. I... Yeah, no, they're great, but I was never like, uh, yeah, like, and I, I can't even call myself a casual fan either because it's like, yeah. again, I wouldn't buy a t-shirt merch or anything or a ticket to see them live. I wouldn't, if Michael Stipe was walking past me in like a supermarket, I wouldn't even say hi, you know, it, but, you know, put on shiny, happy people. I'm dancing in the living room. That's because uh, what's your name from B-52 is on there. I remember seeing that music video, seeing her pop up. I'm like, oh my god, <gasps> rock lobster. Uh, I, I lost I my place. The, I just pictured the lobster dancing from Family Guy. <laughs> the camera's on me, so everyone's gonna see that display. That just yes, they are. Like a lobster. What a shame. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to put Dark Globe on there if it's even on Spotify. I don't know. Uh, what's my next one? We're getting to the end here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elvis Costello. I'm not doing this one on purpose, Foxy. It's That's it's fine. Veronica. It's a great track. It's a great song. Great. <laughs> um, I tried to get into Elvis Costello and it just something mm-hmm. I might revisit down the line, but Veronica is a spectacular spectacular mm-hmm. song and unfortunately it's a sad song. It is, I know. A lot of people don't realize that, but... Yeah, that's why every time Craig introduces you, I'm like, she's not got dementia. You stop it? <laughs> no, but, I, you know, I get it. 
I get it with Elvis Costello because I've tried myself after hearing the song Veronica. I yeah. absolutely get it. And it's like, other than your iconic nerd look, which there's no other way to describe it. I'm not being like derogatory. No, about he's it. a nerd. He's you know? a geek. Yeah, it's like, other than your iconic look, it's just. Mm. That song was co written by Paul McCartney, which explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because Elvis was on his album the same year. So they did like a swap thing, kind of like with, he did with Michael Jackson, but yeah. then Elvis Costello didn't steal his music. Um, but yeah, I now I've seen shows he's done with Burt Bacharach, mm-hmm. and I've seen performances he's done. And when he's on a late show, I will seek it out. And watch it on a on a on a talk show performance. That's the only song I got from. That is it. Might I just say though, like in a time when I hated my real name because it was so rare to find on keychains and bags. And I was the only like Veronica in my classes amid like all the eighties Jennifer's and Jessica's and all that, you know, and knowing I was only named after a comic book. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just like the comic book. Then that song came along (laughs) for a song that had my name to come out on. It was like, Holy shit. I don't care if the song sucks. Luckily it didn't. Thank God it did it. But it was like, there's a song with my fucking name. This is amazing. See, I was like the 16th Dan in every school. Mm-hmm. And Elton John had the song Daniel. Uh, but see, I got lucky enough that my name was unique enough that even if somebody hated me, they called me by my last name because of how cool it was. So I never, very other than my mother who refuses, refuses to call me anything but Daniel. Mm-hmm. She won't, she never shortens it. That's what I named you. It's Kalachiko by everybody else. Even in relationships. I- I'm going to do this one for you then. Because this wasn't on my list, but it literally just dawned on me as we're talking about this. And you have to write it down for me then. Okay? I haven't written any of these. Ba- there, there's a band called Bat for Lashes. I hate every other track that they have. Mm-hmm. Except one. It's a fucking gorgeous, beautiful track. I absolutely love it. And it is called Daniel. We're putting that next to Veronica. Okay. That matches. Very rarely met another Danielle while growing up. Now they're everywhere. Ah, those posers. Um, before I forget, Damien Dragon said Spandau Ballet. Yeah. Well, you got one on me because I don't have any Spandau Ballet. Well, because they have a lot of things out there, but their only good song is the one that everyone knows which is true oh that's right okay well then i know one kind of that's one of my christmas presents i finally got that damn blu-ray i've been trying to get for years love that movie yes i love that that is me and these shit we quote that on the daily one of our first-class passengers is going to sing a song. And since we let our first-class passengers do pretty much whatever they want, here he is. When he just gets up, get out of here, Billy. You're going to get hurt. That big dude gets up and just goes, don't you talk to Billy Idol like that. I pop every time. I fucking love that. So the, one li- the line we quote the most is, see, like, flock of seagulls. Oh, I can see you. I can see that you do. 
<laughs> we quote that one at least maybe two, three times a day. The, the line delivery in that is perfect. I can see that you do. <laughs> just Such a great fucking movie. Okay. This is just, I'm cheating to put this on here. Okay. Because everybody had the CD when it came out and everybody had it for about a year before they gave it to their local CD shop. Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping. I did not have You that. didn't have it? I don't believe you. Nope. I think you're a liar. Nope. Never had it. I don't have... Now, I remember another song off that album. And I, just please know that I put anybody on the list that say they never had that album in the same list of men saying they don't masturbate. You're all full of shit. I don't believe you. Any one of you. So don't even type it in the chat. I just don't believe you off the off the jump. I had that album and I tried. I tried to listen to it. It's all bad. All due respect to Chumbawamba because they had a top 10 platinum selling single, something I could never, ever achieve. So I'm not like F Chumbawamba. I hated that album, but I still have it on my fucking iPod, iPhone. <laughs> to this day, from the original time I ripped it off a CD, I still have that file. Great song. I even watched a movie once because of it. There's a movie where that clip comes at the beginning. It thought that music mattered. I actually watched that movie once because it, it was great. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those independent, independent um, British films, but they got me to watch a movie that I only saw once. <laughs> oh, they're so... Now, they also have one of my favorite jokes ever, and I don't remember what year it was. I'm assuming it was 97, 98. And I'm assuming it was the MTV Music Video Music Awards that year. But it's during the intro, and Chumbawamba's trying to get in, and they keep saying, you know, the whole band's out front of this entry desk. Mm -hmm. And the woman's like, you know, let's Chumbawamba, tub thumping, we're here. No, and then finally, after like 30 seconds of arguing, the lead singer goes, hey, we're the Rolling Stones. Okay, you guys can go in. So they just walk in as the Rolling Stones. It didn't make any sense, but it cracked me up. <laughs> That's very good. Wow. Yeah. The Good Ship was the other song. Oh, God. Ugh. Terrible album. Sorry. <laughs> it's um, the hell? This is the most eclectic list of stuff is. we've ever had. I'm going to go a little more eclectic at the moment right now. All right. So uh, when I was in high school uh, and I was a sophomore, there was a bunch of scene. Was there a sophomore or a freshman? I can't remember one of those two. There's a bunch of seniors that, that I used to old. hang out with that were like musically superior, you know, like fucking music Nazis. I'm an artist gatekeeper. You don't know what you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they swore up and fucking down about bad religion. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And I fucking hated it. Yeah. But there's no, there's one song literally just one song i love by them and that's infected i will listen to that song on repeat i love it so much but the bands no no overrated yeah overrated to say the very least yeah oh they're such great punk they're really not punk guys not really good guys no 
Not at all. I'm cheating on this one again. But I didn't make the rules that said that it had to be that it couldn't be one hit wonders. That's fine. Because I could add one too. Yeah, well, I'm adding it because I actually only have two songs from this band. Mm-hmm. Fastball. <gasps> okay. The way, of course. Yes, and Fire Escape. Oh. Love that goddamn song. Oh, I thought you were gonna say out of my head. Don't even remember it. I'm gonna have to look it up now, but those are the two songs I have. The way the way I would have oh. I would have kind of forgotten about it if I didn't find out years later that's a true story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sad and I have to listen to it when I'm sad. Uh, but Fire Skate's a fantastic little pop song. And I also <laughs> the connection to Damien Dragon and you, this uh Mr. and Mrs. Wrestler. Is they were on the very last ever WCW Spring Breakout tour. <laughs> the fastball was on the damn was at the bar playing that fucking show. I'm not even kidding. They were on TBS TNT and the concert by Fastball with footage of Fastball, and I'm like, what? This is in 2001, and it was a concert by goddamn Fastball. That I love that. I'm not even making that up. You could do that. You have fun with that research. Wow. You want to kill Danny with this one? Me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, misfits. <laughs> Will you kill me if I said I agreed and I have zero songs for them? Not at all. I only have like two. <sighs> Sandig, nobody cares. You're short, okay? Stop making other short guys look bad. I okay. have... I only like one song via the Misfits when Danzig was in it. And the thing is, I like Metallica's cover of it better than the Misfits. And then <laughs> uh, the other track by them that I like was with the second singer that took over the lead that is now completely ostracized from them because of his viewpoints. Not Jerry only. No, 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 no. Okay, no, not, not, not him. The guy that came after that. I can't remember his name. I, I can't remember the guy name. after that. Stand by. Yeah. Look this in. yeah, there was. I only have the misfits to thank for one thing, and that's be, having a hand in bringing in Daphne into my life. <laughs> that's who she debuted with. See, I she, think as Jerseyans, we're expected to like, kind of like, I think it's as Jerseyans, we're supposed to like misfits being where we are in New Jersey. Then if you're in South Jersey, you're supposed to like Springsteen. You're supposed to like Bon Jovi. And I do, but like, you know, it's like, it's such a stereotype that I, yeah, I hate it. No, I'm sorry. There's Springsteen will be on this list. Um, We'll talk about that later. Well, actually I'll do it now. Bruce Springsteen, Atlantic city there. I have no other songs for Springsteen instead of that one. I can't put him on this list because I love him. Sorry. I understand. Hey, that's another one. I don't have a bad thing to say about Bruce Springsteen, but I just, I'd rather see Max Weinberg play a show by himself. No, I I get it. One of the greatest drummers that nobody talks about is Max Weinberg, member of the E Street Band. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't turn off Bruce Springsteen. 
But I think it comes to like you have to like Bruce Springsteen from Jersey. I don't care. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love him. Yeah. Oh, I cheated. I technically have two songs from Bruce on my iPod, and that's I keep calling it an iPod. Y'all know what I mean. I'm old. Yeah. Um. He they <laughs> the Killers did a self cover with Springsteen for their song called Dust and Land Fairy Tales. And Brandon and Bruce did a version last year with the Killers, just called Dustland, where Bruce, they all switch off on verses and chorus. Hmm. And it's fucking that. It's one of those things where I didn't realize that that song could have been Springsteen until I heard Springsteen sing it. And I'm like, oh, that's a Springsteen song. Holy shit. (laughs) Hmm. That will be going on the list. You know what? You know what? I'm going to add to that. In the sense of I, iconography. Iconography. Yeah. Okay. It's the only so big word I know other than anti-disestablishmentarianism. All right. So you're that way with Springsteen. You have like one or two songs that are always like on the iPod that you like. Got it? Should I, should I take cover on this one or? I'm that way with Billy Joel. Oh, me too. I. Yeah, yeah, I yeah know, me too. Yeah. I know his songs. I know his songs. Mm-hmm. But. I only actively always have on my iPod, my Spotify, any music thing I listen to, I only will ever have one song of his. And that's, <laughs> it's actually a matter of trust. Oh, okay. That's fine too. I have one song Uptown, down. Uptown down. Girl is another, but a matter of trust is the one that I'm just like, Oh, it's a great song. Um, yes. Anybody who likes Billy Joel can thank Philadelphia for that one. I'm not even kidding. They pre- like the album came out and it wasn't very popular. And then they did like live recordings locally in Philly. Mm. Uh, and that got released and started getting spun. And that album went to number, uh, went high in the charts because of that. <laughs> the MMR literally was like, no, he's great. Listen to this shit. <laughs> Piano man, Captain Jack, that first album. Uh, it's down Easter Alexa for me. Great song. That's so funny. You were like, kind of, no, Billy Joel. Now, Billy Joel is a guy I'm regretting not seeing in concert because it is Billy Joel, right? It's one of those yeah. things. Like, oh, I guess I like that. Billy Joel, I had a chance to go see Billy Joel and Elton John, and I didn't go. And I'm an idiot for it. Me saying, I'm looking at the mic. This is me looking at the camera now saying, I'm an idiot for not going. But he plays like once a month at Master Square Garden, so I'll see him eventually. Once a month? Is it more than that? I think he basically decides all the dates that are not taken by like hockey or another band or wrestling. I'm going to take them. <laughs> Man, he sells out every time, wouldn't you? He, he, he sells out every freaking time. He, he plays MSG like it's Vegas. It's <laughs> amazing. Like, it is. I wish I had 50% of that where I could go, what am I? I'm going to play the TLA. I'm just picking a small venue in Philly. I'm playing. I'm, I'm going to play all the empty dates to TLA. I got you. I'm playing. Yeah, that's literally I would love what that. Like with him, because like next thing you know, like like they'll say like over here on the radio or whatever. Oh, you know those two Billy date Joel dates are you know sold out. But hey, he added another one, and it's like, and another one, and another one. It's like, holy shit. He this is business. This is my last one. Okay. 
and then man is dead now it's like really 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 bad because it's one of those things where i know the other singles because the band is amazing mm-hmm. but this is the one song i have because i can't live without the song it's audio slave and it doesn't remind me hmm. i goddamn love that song the percussion in it's great. The vo- I mean, it's, it's Cornell vocals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that is, I think, other than the song from Avengers, that's the only. Wait, is that Audio Slave? I'm pretty sure Audio Slave did the song on that first Avengers. Like the sun we begin. Where's that Soundgarden reuniting? I have to look it up. Don't know. I don't like Audio Slave. No. I couldn't do it. I don't know why. I just, again, it was one of those things that just didn't click. I tried because Chris Cornell, but I just, I don't know. Didn't click right with me. Oh, it's Soundgarden. Okay, good. But it doesn't count. So, yeah, Audio <laughs> Slave. <laughs> I have this, you know, that the Mandela, the Mandela effect? I have yeah. it with Audio Slave. Yeah, it was a rhetorical question, Foxy. Thank you. I was just, pre- I was presenting it. God damn it. I was presenting it as a show because it's a show. I know you know. No, I believe in it too. This is my Mandela effect. I swear that Audio Slave was Chris Cornell's solo. I swear in my memory it was presented on WMMR as Chris Cornell's album. It isn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Because everybody else is telling me it's Audio Slave, but I swear to fuck it was. <laughs> I swear. In my mind, it was a card. It was Chris Cornell's solo album to the point where I'm looking it up, going, "I can't find this." And Kelly goes, "This is years ago." Audio Slave. I was like, "Is it Audios? No oh, shit. What? Huh? <laughs> I, I can not a. I'm a mistaken. Oh, I'm a mistaken. Well, I was Italian. I mean, I'm Italian there. Well, I'm a mistake. Literal whole black hole in my memory where I thought it was what it wasn't. Unbelievable. But no, that song is fucking great. There's not really a bad song Chris Cornell has ever sung on. Not really. Yeah. I'll give my last when it comes to the uh, I know a lot of the songs. I will listen to a lot of the songs. I love a lot of the songs. I guess I like the bands, but I really (laughs) don't like the bands. Fallout Boy. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. I have a weird tradition where every Thanksgiving, as I start cutting up the potatoes, I have to listen to Fall Out Boy. Mm-hmm. I think it's because one year they played at the parade on a float. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're a thing. Let me just pop on some of their stuff. And I knew a lot of their stuff to begin with. I listened to their stuff a lot. Not fan but i guess i like them <sighs> fallout boy yeah what's wrong with that what what album was it was it is it under the cork tree no it's a lot of their albums oh you just okay gotcha gotcha i'll pick one for on my own that's out of the stuff i wrote down yeah i think i like fallout boy but i don't like fallout boy I like the song. Our lawyers told us to change the name of the song. <laughs> it's a great song, but I also like it because of the title. Ah, uh, yes. All those 
emo bands that came out at the time that had like sentences for song titles. That's why I like Juliana Theory. Mm. Not sentence. Let, let, let me ruffle some feathers for a second then. A band I absolutely fucking hate. But I love, 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 love one song. I cannot stand my fucking chemical romance. I hate them. Yeah, good night, folks. We're done. <laughs> I understand. I, I understand. You're fucking wrong, but I understand. I also, I just, I also don't get the big deal. I don't like. I've seen those TikToks of where they're like the opening tracks of the Black Parade, and everyone's like, ah, and I'm like, don't let, don't get me I wrong. Get it. Don't get me wrong. I disagree, and I think you're way out of line about the song, the Black Parade. <laughs> I didn't say I hated that song. Well, it doesn't matter. Shut your mouth. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I I think that song is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a classic, but I don't have any other songs by that. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I, I mean, maybe, I maybe at that point, I was just a little, little older and didn't get it. I don't know. Was it the MySpace thing? Was it just the big emo drop and scene thing? Like, I don't consciously get it. I don't understand how their reunion was such a to do the past that's how I judge them right but that's how I judge them because you and I feel the same way basically I have one other song and it's called Teenagers great song I've heard that one Teenagers scare the living shit out and I'm like yeah um, I've been there (laughs) but Because so many people that I know and respect as people like that band, I'm like, I mean, it doesn't matter, really matter what I feel. There you go. Oh, I, I, I spend a lot of time, time, time trying to time. figure out like fandoms sometimes. I don't. Because again, I'm, I, I will, especially when mainly when it comes to music, because it's like I will give everything a listen, everything a try, you know? It's like, Let's see. Like there was one point a few years back where I'm like, I don't know what's new that's out. Let me hop onto Hot Topics website. Let me see like what their best-selling bands are, and I'm gonna give them a listen. Oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake because I, like, I just didn't get it. See, I f- I feel the same way about um, Queen's right. Mm-hmm. Jeff Tate, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> what a prick. But I know that a lot of people love that band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I brought this up on purpose, Danny. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people, and it's not just Danny, there's a lot of people I know that really, really yeah. love that band. And they're Genesis fans. They're like, please write it. I'm like, no. <laughs> they cover Genesis at one of their live albums, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but um I've tried, and then I was in studio in MMR when Jeff Tate's version of before he left the band. I think he left the band like two months later. It was so weird. Um, and he promised he's going to play Silent Lucidity. Uh, and then they asked for it, and he goes, I don't want to play that song. We're going to play something else off the new album. Boy, nobody wants to hear that yet. 
Come on, man. And he was kind of a jerk. So I was like, he's not having a great day. I'm going to go over there. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, eh. I love, yeah, but see, oh, God, that fucking song. That's the one song I have on my uh, uh, iPod from them. Silent Lucidity? Yeah, that's it. That's like my the song I, I would never put on my iPod. That's so funny. Well, see, I have that about Genesis. Mm-hmm. I have a song. People come up, the people go, oh, oh, yeah, I love uh, Invisible Touch. <laughs> There's so much mm-hmm. better on that. Now, at the same time, great pop song. Mm-hmm. But I'm only allowed to say it sucks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I, I hear you. Like, I have mm-hmm. that whole thing as well. Yeah, and, and again, like yes, violent uh, lucidity doesn't fucking suck. Watch your mouth. I'm deleting that. It does. No, it doesn't. I'll delete was, you. Was that Davy in that post that said that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Danny, and I deleted it. Oh wow, really, Danny? Yeah, wow. I deleted it. It's gone. Danny, I'll delete Danny it every time. Also, say silent lucidity sucks. Too. Okay, well, I'll delete it anytime somebody says that in this chat, and I will time <laughs> you out if you type it again. Now, before we do anything else, I do want to say that even though there are bands that we do hate, we are not saying you suck because you hate, you like them. We genuinely say this because we don't get it. We've tried to understand, but we don't like it. When we say we hate something, unless there's a valid reason, like he hates Jeff Tate, uh, we don't actively actually hate said band. We just don't fucking get it. No, I hate Jeff Tate, though. That's what I meant. I just said without a valid reason, like Jeff Tate. But yeah, that's that's one of my like favorite little activities is trying to figure out, okay, why do so many people like this? Let me give it a try. And again, Look the hot topic thing was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad idea. I remember listening to actually, well, I'll add it to the list. I remember giving it one of the top sellers at the time from Hot Topic was a band called Sleeping with Sirens. I'm like, all right, let me give Sleeping with Sirens a try. Huh. <laughs> but there was this one song that I listen to till this day because it lyrically it is so beautiful and it almost fell into like a progressive rock emo style because it the the everything about it changed so often but it flowed so well and I absolutely loved, loved the song. I even gave some of their new stuff a try recently. And I was like, no, no, not at all. It's horrible. Put that one track. Oh, my God. And it's funny because it's one of those things where it's like, it's a sentence as a title that has zero correlation to the song. Zero. Like, this sentence isn't even said in the song. And... You're sitting there listening to the song going, how does this title even fit the song? Which is one of my biggest gripes with music sometimes. It's like, how does this fit? But it works. Okay. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's it. I was re-looking through my list to see if I could find another one. But that is all I got. And that is all I got. Well, then you need to take over and do what you got to do to end the show or continue. (laughs) Well, since it will be our uh, 
technical Valentine's Day episode. Let's at least go with one band or artist that you love, but you would have zero clue anybody thought you would love. Hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of like, wow, you I would not expect that from you type of thing. Eminem? Really? Yeah. I don't have just one. I have a bunch. <laughs> I have everything up to Eminem, uh, the end of Eminem show, and I haven't really listened since. Huh. Yeah. I had an Eminem phase. Hey, look, the white guy's rapping. Oh. Mine is Huey Lewis and the News. Fucking love Huey Lewis and the News so much. What's wrong with that? No one would expect it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just... Look at everything I've talked about tonight. Okay? Blasphemy. Evil Popes. Punk Rock. (laughs) Huey Lewis and the News. What song? My absolute favorite is Doing It All for My Baby. Which I've done karaoke to. I've done karaoke to a lot of his songs. Nice. I love Huey Lewis so much. Their, their songs. It's a band. How dare you? I'm <laughs> just thinking. I'm kidding. Might Damian Dragons just said hollow notes and pink. Am I going to have to try to fight a martial arts master when I see him? No, he loves them. Oh, okay. I thought those he was are, saying the answer. No, no. Those are his two <sighs> that you would never <sighs> No, 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 no. Those are his two artists you would never think he would love. He dies for Pink. He would let Pink piss on him. Okay? I would let Pink do a lot of things to me. Too. And and again, Hall and Oates, that's his other one. He loves Would you let Would you let, Dar- would you let Daryl Hall piss on you? <laughs> Probably not. Little blue Philly blue eye soul, baby. He loves Hall and Oates. And it's one of those things where you wouldn't expect actually when we first got together and I held one of his first annual debaucherous birthday parties, um, one of his, one of the items on his birthday list was the best of Hall and Oates. <laughs> he, can, he can't really hear me right now. Shut and, up. I can hear you. And like, it's very one loud. Fr- one of his friends, Pablo was looking at the list and he goes to me, does he legit want the best of Hall and Oates? Or is that a joke? I'm like, no, he loves Hall and Oates. And he's like, Okay, I'm getting him the best of Hall and Oates CD. Like, <laughs> it was just so unexpected. Now, mind you, this was during our wrestling days. We're heavy goth, you know? So, Hall and Oates took a lot of people by surprise. Hall and Oates is great. I, I'm, I'm biased with Hall and Oates because of where he's from. Uh, I guess my other one's Lady Gaga. I tell people Lady Gaga and I always get, huh. All right. Lady Gaga's queen. Why wouldn't I? Well. God damn it. Madonna. No, that makes sense. See, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. I love Madonna so much. I have every single. Okay. Okay, My Madonna is your Genesis. Because I own every album with the exception of the last one she just released. Then it's not your Genesis. I own it. I'm just kidding. I own them. On record. 
I own them on cassette. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you fought. You've lit. You will buy every format yeah. just to have it. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I own them all on CD. Very much. Every track is on my Spotify. I own her movies. Dick I, Tracy. You own Dick Tracy. I had it on VHS. I don't have it on like a C, uh, DVD or Blu-ray yet. It's great um, Blu-ray too. It looks good. She looks good. That's what. I, by the way, I don't. I don't mean this to be super gross, but you like sick humor anyway. I watched that recently, and it still moves in that scene. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But because uh, that's it. I was six when that six or seven when that uh, seven or eight when that movie came out, and that scene mm-hmm. comes out, and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> 38, 30 years later, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but she's also on. great in an, um well she's great in everything. She's she's a hell of an actress. Uh but I, I always take her performance away. What? She's really not that great of an actress. Oh, I thought she's great. She's great in uh well, she's a great actress if you need the New Yorker. Yeah, yes. I mean, uh, you know, it's kinda like Kevin Costner. If you want someone dull, Kevin yeah. Costner. Yeah. Uh, but no, but Donna's great in um, uh, baseball, League of Their Own. Jesus, League of Their Own, yeah. She's great. That scene where she's like, she breaks down because they're breaking the league up because mm-hmm. the boys are coming back home and women are not allowed to have anything in the 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Convince me. She's had her moments. She has her moments. Uh, Taylor okay. Swift for Dan- uh, for Danny. I'm becoming a Swifty. I get it. That, if I hear about that goddamn red scarf one more time. Now, I, I get it. I get it. Because I've been listening to her a lot more lately. And I'm like, wow, I get it. I'm trying to think of it. Harry Chapin. Hmm. Harry Chapin. People go, really? Or most people go, who? And I'm like, catch the cradle. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I try. I used to be able to do that with Phil Collins. I'd bring up Phil Collins' conversation with people I knew, like knew, like just met. Mm-hmm. We get in, Phil Collins. I'm uh, like in the air tonight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's Phil Collins. That's great. I brought it up to somebody when I used to manage at a store. I'm not going to mention it. This <laughs> kids just kids like 18. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What do you even listen to?" And she just thought I was cool, so she would always ask me old man shit. What do you watch on TV? You're old. I'm like, thanks. Uh, she goes, what do you listen to? And I was like, this, this, this. You know, I started young with Gaga and, and I'm going to work my way back <laughs> to break it to her, to break it to myself that I'm old. And I said, Phil Collins. She goes, the, the natural who? And I'm like, in the air tonight. And she said, I don't know that one. And I said, uh, uh, no, no, no. And then I said the Tarzan soundtrack. She goes, Oh, I love that. I saw that when I was a kid. I'm like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> God, I'm old. Fuck. Wow. That's when I realized I was like, Oh, no, I better get away from you before someone sees me on camera. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying to see if I can wrap it up with just one last. Wow, I didn't expect you loved them, artist. Um, I don't know if this will come as a surprise or not. 
Probably not, but uh, Florence and the Machines. I'm not surprised. See? Yeah. Sorry. I'm not surprised at all. Um, may I go backwards for a second and then you can, we can kill the show? Yeah, sure. Um, I forgot a band where I'm like, I guess I like them. Vampire Weekend. Mm. Actually, I have two. Vampire Weekend with the song Diane Young. Diane Young. Mm-hmm. Great fucking song. You, you'd probably have heard it. Probably. Uh, Mute Math. Mute Math, the hit parade. Great song. Hmm. Mute, Mute, Mute Math did a few albums and it really like two guys and, and you know, there'd be a whole band on stage, but <laughs> it was on one of the NHL games, believe it or not. That's how I got, that's how I learned some of the modern music. What's on the NHL soundtrack this year? <laughs> um, but their song hit parade. It goes so much deeper now. Cause I like recently rediscovered the song and found out like the whole song plays. And at the end you hear a voice go, I had a great life. I really did. I wore a hat. I smoked a pipe. Man, I was part of it. I was on top of the hit parade. And I'm like, that's not a real person. It is. The guy who's in the band, the guy who formed the band, it's his grandfather. And I'm, his name is escaping me, but he was in the charts with a couple hits. And when they used to call it a hit parade, you know, yeah. top of the hit. Uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I don't, I've tried listening to the rest of that. Nope. I tried, and I'm just like, no, not my thing. That fucking song, great. Hmm. And that's all I got, really, this time. <laughs> and that's all we all got to begin with. Damien Dragon yeah. just added Mark Anthony. Honey, I don't really know if that counts. You're Puerto Rican. It's kind of expected. I was going to say, it's not really surprised to this gringo. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more surprising for me because I'm only half and I look nothing like I'm ethnic at all. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Manic Mixtape, our one year anniversary love fest or like fest, if you want to call it. Uh, if you want to see and know more about us, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Viva Foxy Foxy. That's V-I-V-A-F-O-X-Y-F-O-X-S-Y on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Also, I believe if you wanted to see whatever the fuck I'm listening to on a daily, daily basis, I have tons of different playlists that you can follow and check out. Dan, my dear, where can they find you? Sorry, I'm reading the chat. Oh, God. <laughs> Badash goes, Damon is Puerto Rican, thought he was Norwegian. You're from Nordica? <laughs> I thought you... <laughs> and Damien goes, okay, Pitbull. Now that surprises me. I saw him live. Follow That surprises me more. Follow me on all social media platforms. DanLaw83, the HIC Talk Radio Network is on all podcast apps, on all smartphones. Type in HIAC Talk Radio Network and please subscribe. Listen to the new episode. Go to our... If you're listening to this and you go, wow, they mention all these songs. If you type in Manic Mixtape on Spotify, when you're not yelling at Joe Rogan and telling him to shut the fuck up, um, <laughs> you can find our playlist. It'll be listed under the episode title number, title and number, and the whole uh, list that we typed out for this episode will be there. Companion playlist. So please listen there. 
All right. Thank you. Join Bye. us either next week or the week after. We'll let you know because we're spontaneous. It'll be Bye. the week after. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I have it on the schedule. I'm not changing it. Bye. <laughs>